G'day, I'm Frank. Howdy, I'm Lachlan. And this is from Denver to Down on... Oh, I said yeah. from. Wow, callback. It's been like 25 Hashtag episodes. throwback Monday night. Throwback Monday, TBM. <laughs> yeah. Really good. Good, T- funny T- thing. TBHMM, yeah. Well, this is Denver to Down Under, our fun podcast where we contrast our experiences growing up to become better friends. Yeah, I grew up here in Australia, and Frank didn't. So we talk about uh, what a garbage time he had and what a great time I had. Well, I didn't deal with a lot of Neopets. What? I'm throwing some shade, my dude. You didn't dude. deal with Neopets? Yeah. What do you that's mean? That's what you did. I deal with RuneScape. And as far as online communities go, mmm. Actually, no, look, you could buy a girlfriend. Be, yeah, yeah. You could buy a girlfriend yeah, there, that, so we don't bad, call yeah. that one great. Anyway, we uh, talk about different aspects of growing up in different places, regardless of how good or bad they were. Um, <laughs> on, a, on, a, on just a soft note on Neopets, you know... Uh, the majority of the Neopets staff were Scientologists. Oh no! So you've yeah. now you've now won in bad online communities. Yeah, there was there's like a it was like a huge Scientology presence on the initial like team for Neopets. That's crazy. I was reading about it the other day. Why do you have this information? It's just like Twitter, you know. <laughs> yeah, you really just you essentially have your your finger on the the like pulse. Of yeah, Twitter, of, of you Twitter, yeah. constantly know the good memes and people to follow. Yeah, and I so follow I'm, you. You've blocked me on Twitter now. No, no, I, I blocked you. You blocked me because I tweeted at you. I tagged you in a funny meme that what? I thought, "Hey, my friend Lachlan <laughs> would really enjoy this, and I really want him to uh, to reminisce and enjoy this funny, funny joke with me." All right, let's look. Let's not mislead or. or uh misrepresent the situation what frank actually did is he went and found all the memes i had shared with our friends and then spammed me with notifications only on those memes because he's uh a petty and uh you know like look i can be a bit extra i get that the first time was just innocent bliss that I was trying to share with you. And then you were like, <laughs> I saw this on chat, dude. I sent it to chat. It was a, it's a meme I've already shared with you. I don't read my chat. Friend. And yeah. it was days ago. Oh, and God. anyway. Unacceptable. Podcast, we're on rocky ground right now. <laughs> Let's try to focus on our topic. And our topic this week is first jobs. Yeah. Which I'm pretty excited about because I had a horrible first job. Well, I had uh, I have a selection to choose from, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but do we want to count like mowing other people's lawns? No, no, it's like first, first shoveling gain, first, snow, first gainful employment kind of thing. You know, where yeah. you have to like give your tax file number or whatever. Yes. Um, first, though, I have a question for you. I have a question for you, actually. <gasps> what? I'm so excited. Okay, okay. No, I'll save this one. Put it away in the vault. That is yeah. my my brain. What for later. Uh, what's your Hogwarts house, Frank? Oh, I've done this before. Yeah, I got Gryffindor on the thi- yeah, on the thing, and it's kind of. Gryffindor. But I'm I'm not in love with the idea of it because they're kind of brash, and I know I'm brash, but like I want to be bold and brash, more like belongs in the trash. Oh, burn! Why we? Why you gotta hurt me like this? It's, it's a SpongeBob quote. <laughs> Why can you quote SpongeBob? This it's like a, it's like a it's like a deep SpongeBob meme. It's like about it, a painting Squidward did. 
Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. This yeah. is. <laughs> you're really schooling me on the uh, SpongeBob references. This has gone very deep. <laughs> Actually, just small side note: Has 2018 has it had its SpongeBob meme this year? Um. Yeah, I think it was the uh, SpongeBob leaning against the um the piece of coral or whether like exhaling. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Just for for context, for essentially just my mom because I don't know if she's well versed in memes as I want her to be. Um, every year since 2015, 2014, they've had a SpongeBob meme. It's probably longer, to be fair. Yeah. yeah. And it's been very good. They've often been... I like well, the Mocking uh, one. Yeah, the Mocking one was okay. The, the like, um, SpongeBob ape meme was, like, kind of... Yeah, was that was a very aggressive yeah. rhetoric. Anyway, Gryffindor. I, um... That's from Pottermore. So I can't even give you fun speculation on why I'm a Hufflepuff. Because I just know by default I took the personality yeah, quiz. Yeah. What about you? What do you, what do you? What do you reckon for me? Slith- oh, I can see Ravenclaw. Actually, I want to say Slytherin because you've been in a very like <laughs> nefarious <laughs> nefarious mood, yeah. mood today. We did D and D, and you put your dice or you put my dice in your mouth. Yeah, and then Frank decided to. <laughs> I did the grip. He, he he unhinged his drawer and swallowed my entire dice set. <laughs> I did do the Gryffindor thing. And really took it to 11. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did. But see, here's the Gryffindor part. I washed them and and, and I dried them off for you. So generous. So generous. How did I get my my dice back from you, Lachlan? I washed it and handed it to you with my mouth. Is that it? Yeah. I I washed it with my saliva. Much like a dog that is something in his mouth that is bad. I had a hold out my... I do, but like sometimes they take bites out of things that they shouldn't, like a dog trying to eat a grape, and you have to go, eh, 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 eh. and I, I held out my hand under your mouth, and you, you opened it and gave me back this. I my, gave it back to you. I don't know what to tell you. Like D and D is a wild place. Yeah, you got you got exactly what you were after. Yeah, I guess I deserve that. Yeah, believe for me. Anyway, uh, so. Yes, I I think you are a Ravenclaw. You're right. Oh, look, we've already known each other's personalities. Like, we're getting closer as friends. Mm. We're doing it. Yeah, I discovered I had taken the Pottermore quiz when I looked it up today. And uh, that's that's what it was. That's what it came out as. That's yeah. a very Ravenclaw thing to do. Yeah. Just be like, look, I've already done I've it. Already I'm done already it. on top of this. I'm so, so into it, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not very academically focused, though. No, I feel that. Yeah. I hate homework. Yeah. But we'll have to say that for a, a different <laughs> episode because I have a lot to talk about for homework. Yeah, well, give me, give me a job, Frank. What do you got? So my first job was refereeing soccer. Mm-hmm. And I did this when I was about 13 14, 13. And my family, we've, we've always grown uh, grown up with another family. And I think I've talked about them before, the Francis yeah. family. Um, and that family's obsessed with soccer. And, and it's paid off. Like uh, Jack, who's 16, who's grown up with Sammy, my youngest brother, he plays pretty well. And CJ, who's uh, a year younger than me, he actually plays for Monaro. Uh, Monara? The professional Canberra soccer team. Cool. So he's, yeah, so he's here right now playing for this team. We might actually get him on eventually. Cool. Um, and his brother, Marky. But they're obsessed with soccer. Their dad was like a big, big coach. Um, 
for one of the major uh, children's soccer kind of camps. Not camps. I guess he did camps as well. But the point is, is that they're very, very entrenched with soccer. And and franchise plays. Yeah, we were kind of enfranchised by association. And I'm not good at soccer. Um, I've like... I broke my ankle coaching it, yeah. and that really talks to the extent of how how uh, invested yeah, and how yeah, good I am. Uh, yeah. But they got us into rafting, and so it was the first time I did one of those like educational courses outside of school that you just have to sit through and get through, and it's like two days, and it's just really basic uh, logic, and you just go over safety things. Did you ever? I've had other jobs where I've had to do that. Yeah, I it's could, just the, talk about. the induction OHS kind of thing, yeah. They're always the worst. And this was the first taste of it, and it was all very soccer-orientated. And, like, I like soccer enough. I, <laughs> I, um, when I was on the field, I would often find just really cool butterflies or yeah. really cool That's plants. Nice, nice. So yeah. I was soccer-adjacent. Yeah. But... Orientated, at the very least. Yeah. So I got a good understanding for the rules, and then I had my first game. And something that they don't really tell you when you are a ref is that if you do your job well, it's expected. If you do your job badly, you're the spawn of Satan and everyone, both teams and all of the parents. parents are not a fan, yeah. They have decided that you are the reason that like cancer exists in the world. Yeah. You're the reason for every bad thing that's happened. You are at fault. And so <laughs> my first time being like a 13-year-old who like knew the rules enough to, to get qu- qualified, I was uh, in the center as well. So usually in soccer, they have three refs. Yep. One on each side of uh, the field, and they, they're in charge of offsides, which is when you uh, kick the ball uh, to a player who's behind the last defender. Um, and you just, you're a flag person, so you just kind of uh, wave the flag whenever it's right. And there's different symbols and stuff, and it's fine. Or you're in the center, and you are kind of in charge. You make all the calls, you blow the whistle, you do your best. Yeah, you give the, the red and yellow cards. Yeah. Do you know, wait, here's a really fun thing. I was at a soccer game because the Francis are actually in Canberra right now. And do you know what I heard someone yell out? No. They yelled, give him a slice of cheese, ref. Do you know what that is? Uh, that's a yellow card. It's a yellow card. And so I parroted what, what, that. What would be a, a, uh, a red card, like a beetroot? Give him some salami. No, I don't know about salami. Make him a sandwich, ref. Uh, give him show him the beats ref show him the beats oh crikey look at those beats give him the beat Mm, good accent Uh, yeah I don't know about this character it's um Steve Irwin yeah no (laughs) yeah the amount of hate mail that we're gonna get because I just made a joke about Steve Irwin yeah we might have to shut down our email at downundercast it's really it's really gonna sting Oh, no. Anyway, so, yeah, I would give yellow cards and and red cards. And, look, because I was, like, a level one and I was just starting out, they gave me, like, U11. U11 to U14 uh, boys and girls. And and the first uh, game that I had was uh, a U13 boys. And they were fine. They respected 
me and there was no uh, real shit talk happening. I made mostly the correct calls and, and it was fine. My second game, however, was not like that. I actually had uh, U14 girls and I found that not only were they just so much more physical and, and aggressive than the boys, they would like heckle me. If I made a call that wasn't to, to their team's liking, it was a much more intense time. Yeah. And the parents were so much more intense. And look. I guess the energy just transfers, you know. Yeah, it was, they were aggressive. And that was, uh, yeah, that was a bit of a shock. Um, I didn't really expect that. And easy to say, I did not uh, have a very long career as a ref. Just because I cannot take criticism from 14-year-old girls. Yeah. Very well. Especially when I think I made the right play. What, um... Mm. The right call, I guess. It's not a play. I was just... I wasn't really playing. What's the difference, do you you think, or do you know, between a referee and an umpire? Um, I do not. I know that... Maybe the ref like, has a more interesting whistle. He's well, more likely to whistle. So, like, is this boxing, a joke? Is this a bo- goof? No, or? no. Like boxing has a <coughs> boxing has a referee. Yes, but baseball uh, baseball has, has an umpire, right? Okay. What does AFL have? I reckon it has refs. Okay, so maybe maybe it's just a regional term. I think an umpire is. So not an umpire is a player, right? That they they're the one that catch the baseball when you throw I, the I, ball. I, no, no. <laughs> hey, I don't think so. I've already got the tagline in this fun episode uh, where the boys talk their first jobs. Frank and Lockley have no idea what they know about sports. Hey, they break down how little understanding they have of anything with a ball. If anyone can clear this up... uh, Tweet at Young Cardinals. Tweet at Young Cardinals. Uh, I mean, we could just Google it, but, you know... No, this is a no-phone podcast. No, no. (laughs) No phone podcast. We are just spouting our ignorance just to the heavens. I'll have to look it up uh, afterwards, and we'll we'll talk about it next week. (laughs) In Mom's Redirections to the Truth... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Don't worry, my mom's gonna get on this. Oh, she's good. gonna hear our our, uh, our clerical error, and she's gonna be like, "Oh, honey, the difference is clearly that an umpire is taller." Yeah, an umpire wears four hats, whereas a referee only has three at their disposal. An umpire is allowed to just fight a player if they're just being really rude. Referees are only men. Well, that's not true. I know, I know that one to be not true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we clarified that. Look. We're unsure that the others aren't correct. Yeah. We don't. An umpire could pick a fight with someone. I don't know. Yeah. That might be part of the rules of baseball. That might be part of the law, you know. Have you ever seen a baseball game? Yes. Anyway. All right. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Uh, yeah. So, refereeing was my first job, and I hated it. And it has given me uh, several things to look out for. I don't want to be in the sun. Because I'm I'm just so pasty. Fun, fun, fun in the sun, 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 yeah. I don't want to run. And yeah. I don't want to get in arguments with uh, just adolescents about the rules of a, a, a made-up game. Those are three things that when I go to apply to jobs now, I, I think about. Yeah, that's reasonable. 
Well, my first job was technically uh, like stocking shelves at the local IGA. But uh, what I'm actually going to talk about is working at the frozen custard place, Ruby's. This sounds exciting. Was this a first and a half job or were you doing um, both? Were you 13 years old and just had two jobs and a mortgage? Like, <laughs> what were you doing? Uh, so the IGA job was was definitely like my first job, but I didn't really last there very long because uh, I was a child who had no concept of like working hard. So I would just like... I just like eventually just stopped stopped attending my IGA IGA job. To be fair, we've talked. Did you wait? <laughs> did you just not show up? No, no, I did, I did not show up. I think I, they just fired me because I was just like an idiot, you know. To be fair, stocking shells is yeah, it was garbage. I didn't like the smell of milk as well. There was too much milk going on. This is new. I I had to like I had to like pack milk, and I was just like it was like moist and like. Uh, oh, say more good audio <laughs> content right now. Moist. Ugh. It was yeah. It was just it was just terrible. I just didn't I just didn't enjoy it. And to be fair, Ruby's was pretty bad as well. Like there was a lot of moisture going on, and like <laughs> I, I would I would like smell like custard by the end of the shift. That's just a good smell. Though. It, no, <laughs> no, not not when you like like mix it with like sweat and misery, you know. And like mm. it was, it was, it was interesting. Like, um, because I worked there twice actually, Wait, with okay. with like a um, with like a two year gap or something. Can you please define that for me? So, because how um, how do you hate it the first time? And you're like, hey, I smell like custard, sweat, and misery, and I hate it here. I hate the smell of milk. Well, hey, I've come to realize dairy is not my favorite. The first time, and then you're like, I quit. The and then first you- time I didn't quit. They just stopped giving me shifts. And then they blew, two they, years later, they blew off the uh, the Manila folder with yeah. your name, and they're like, he never actually quit. We they, we need what, him. What 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 happened was um, uh, a corrupt manager. Uh, he was the accountant for the um, for the business as well as um, being like the manager of the Dixon store. And uh, he ended up just giving all of the jobs to uh, his friends um, in terms of like uh, he was Sri Lankan and he just got all he was just like mono nepotism. He just like gave all of his friends and family from Sri Lanka jobs here so they could they could come and um, immigrate and uh, to the rubies custard. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's a fine job. Like, yeah. you know, you're like working reasonable hours, hospitality, you get whatever rates or, or whatever. Um, and, uh, I were, I, I made a couple friends there and like it was, it was a, it was a reasonably pleasant environment to work in. And sometimes you ate custard, which like, you know, always helps, right? <laughs> um, I used to, uh, pour myself little cups of the, um, the sweet cherry juice. And so, you shot it when you needed that energy? Yeah, just like sip it over a shift or like eat some cherries or eat some lychees. Like, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was real nice. I, I'm pretty sure I served one of the actors from, uh, the television show. And this is, this is a, a pretty narrow cast to, to the Australians out there who grew up in the nineties or early two thousands, uh, from the TV show Blue Water High. Uh, I'm pretty sure I served the actress who played uh, Flick on the TV show. 
Yeah, no, uh, the words that you're saying are definitely in English. They just mean very, very little to me right I'll, now. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll give you the the rundown afterwards, but um, I'm I'm reasonably sure she came in. Um, so this is so your first real job where you didn't just uh, we we don't have to count the IGA. Uh, so your first real job, you you got a taste of fame. Yeah, well, I guess so. Uh, we also had a guy. Um, uh, come to the store after we had closed and uh, offer us like quintuple quadruple what what the price <laughs> he was just wanted his custard I, I assume he i'm pretty sure he had a pregnant wife at home who was who was absolutely gagging for it and gagging for it's a bad one <laughs> it's a food substance frank no it is but it's just a bad phrase that i don't condone yeah Ugh. but i get it like you, you've been gagging for it before Right? No, I've been a pregnant wife who just really wants some custard. Yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, we had to no serum. You know, we did, we just couldn't couldn't help him. You He's know, probably the, dead now. Well, I assume so, yeah. Those hormones, keep, they keep pregnant women, like, really powerful. Yeah. Yeah, those powerful thighs. Not the powerful thighs, the, like, powerful rage. Have you ever been pregnant? It's like having a succubus. Yeah, I have. Just growing in you. It's like yeah. a giant. Yeah, it sucks. Symbiote. Ah, oh, pregnancy stresses me out. The second time around, uh, they just ceased giving me shifts. Again. Uh, they fired me after uh, I didn't come in for a shift because um, at this point I couldn't drive. Like, I, I just didn't have a car. I didn't know how to drive. And uh, they wouldn't give you the shifts over the phone. Oh, you had to go in. You had to literally go into the store. And I'm like, I, I just like... Please just tell me when I'm working. Like I, I don't want to have to like catch a bus or like make my parents drive me to this location merely so I can look at a piece of paper. And on then, on and the other side of this, my dude, you went to uh, the college right next to there. No, this this was in the Bell Collins store. Oh wait, this was so a, this was a, I, I worked at multiple locations because eventually, um, because of mismanagement through business and and other other uh, varying factors, um, there were m- multiple locations over Canberra. Um, now there is only one. Where uh, is it? It's in Buckingham. It's called Goodberries now instead of Rubies. I know this um, place. Yes. Uh, Just <laughs> good that the the our listeners can really. Uh, yeah. Yep. Really so the, 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 the history of the frozen custard places in Canberra is, is a checkered one. There's one down south that's called Goodbury's, and I believe, I believe that was the original. Uh, and then Ruby's opened up, uh, and then it transitioned into Jigsaw for a brief moment. That's a good name. Uh, and there was also a Jigsaw in Tuggeron, Um But now there is only Goodbury's, and there are two locations for Goodbury's, one in Belconnen and one in Arendelle. Uh, there was also a mall store for a while. Ooh. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, working in a, having a business in a mall is a mugs game because you've got to open whenever they damn well tell you to open. And when you're a, a hospitality business, like a frozen custard place like Ruby's is, that's not really what you want to do. You don't, like you want your hours to be flexible and you want to be open when people want custard, which is not... You know, to be fair, when when um when malls are open, often I know? always want customers. Yeah, but you don't want to you, you don't want to have to open up at nine a.m. in the morning or whatever. Like nobody nobody's interested in having some breakfast custard. You know, if I got up at nine a.m., which like sometimes I do, I don't think so. I don't believe it. <laughs> I've I've I, I do. I've never never ever seen Frank before noon. <laughs> I definitely exist before noon. 
I wish I had I wish I had access to all of the hours that just like seven in the morning doesn't just, sound just, like a time that I can exist. Just like the uh, the Scott Westerfield novel, The Midnighters, you need an extra extra hour to play about in. I don't. I just from like seven in the morning to about ten in the morning. That's three whole hours that don't exist in my mind. That's unfortunate. And I wish they did, but I just I cannot break this habit. Yeah. Of sleeping. That's all right. I'll, I'll come over and uh, air horn you, and you can we can we can we can break the habit. It'll look, be brutal. It'll be brutal, but you will. But the montage you, will be worth it. Look, all I'm saying is that people have tried, and I am apparently very good at talking and texting while still asleep. Yeah. And then going back to bed with no memory. Of Interesting. It. Well, please wait. In up. any case, um, yeah, they fired me for for missing a shift, and I was like, well, like you just wouldn't fucking tell me when I was working. So I don't, I don't know what to tell you. So, do you think the Manila folder is still collecting dust, or is this is this final? Did they no, burn your folder? I, they I, were I, like, I think he's they, too much of a loose cannon. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I handed him my scoop and badge. You know. <laughs> There, we, there was a lot of there was like a like a sweet like meme culture in the in the business and like because everything's done by weights sometimes you would do a scoop and get that perfect weight you get that 200 grams right off the bat and uh you'd like tally it up on the board or whatever or like brag to your co-worker and like um <laughs> they uh they did uh as well as frozen custard we did chili dogs which were really good i don't know here's like my question why is that a combo it's just like they were like couldn't sell enough custard to like fuel the whole business, right? So you need other options. Like we did, we did nachos, we did like hot dogs, and okay. Um, I thought you meant that this shop sells specifically custard of like how many flavors? Five to six? No, two. <laughs> There's vanilla and chocolate, and then you put shit on top. It's a, it's a okay. concrete. You know what a concrete is, right? Okay, look. Yes, that's like, that's like the whole deal. You like. Put stuff on top and mix it up. The context that I'm coming from is they have like yogurt land um, in the states, and I grew up with or frozen well, they, they, frozen yogurt. Yeah, well, they throw you here. There's a yogurt land in Belcona. Okay, okay, this is new knowledge. Oh, really? Why have we not? It's quite good. Yeah. Why? Why are we still doing this podcast? Why are we not <laughs> just going and getting? Fro- we go. Yogurt? We go to the movies in Belcona. You, you've li- you literally would have had to walk past it to get to Hoyts. I never go on the front. That's like, that's the badlands of of car parking. I have one spot, and it's at the. Uh, to be honest, I don't. I'm not like super proud of this, but it's at. It's not in a disabled parking lot. Let me just oh, say man. that oh, it God. is. Why do you got to preface it with this? You're just like <laughs> it being is, like I'm. I'm evil. Here's me trying to talk my way out of it. It is the. Uh, you know the symbol for the pram. Oh, yeah. You're the family one? Yeah. I go in the family one. But whenever I'm at the Belcon Mall, it's late at night and there are no families. Only. Well, that's what you tell yourself. There's so many spots and it's right next to the door. It's such a good location. Wow. It's shocking scenes here on Denver Down Under. Just like. Today we Abs- learned absolute heresy. To it, today we learned Frank has absolutely no moral fiber at all. He's That's a why heinous, I'm a heinous demon creature from the abyss. Take that, children! Families with children, small children that want to park close to the the door. I didn't get a, I didn't, no, and get a fucking chance. Stand a chance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, we'll have to go get Froyo. 
We will. But what did you learn from these first jobs that you did? Oh, look, I learned about custard, I guess. <laughs> and uh, I, I don't know. It, it taught me, you know, the value of hard work and, you know, how, how good it feels to, to come home after you've fucked yourself over for four hours, you know. It was the beginning of my, like, long just fall into the descent of menial work. Yeah. Because... It's like, it's really good to learn about the exploitation of labor at a young age. Being a ref was, was kind of like... The first example of you get no, like, satisfaction for doing your job well because that's what they expect from you. But if you get if you mess up, just the consequences are just chastising yeah. by old people and, like, children and... Ugh. Everybody, yeah. Listen to my authority as I make my bad calls. <laughs> that's all I want. Yeah, you just want some respect, you know. But... It's given me, I mean, job experience and it's uh, let me figure out what I don't want to do. And I think that's just as important as what I do want to do because I I know I don't want to be a referee. Well, yeah. I know I don't want to be outside for long periods of time. (laughs) Reasonable. In the sun. Yeah. I know I don't want to work with adolescents. I know I don't want to be elbow deep in custard. Yeah. Well, I kind of want to be elbow deep in custard. Not for a long time. Not for a long time. Not for a long time. Okay, fine. You you get little flecks of it on you and you can't get it out. Like like the fudge and stuff that you put in like just like thickens and uh, attaches itself to you. And you become, you become custard. Yeah. That's when you work, you're lucky that you got out. You're lucky when you got out when you did, because eventually if, if an employee works there for more than a year and a half, they just... They melt into the custard. Yeah, they and then, yeah. Yeah, and that's why it's got such a high turnover. Yeah. Well, I mean, the chili dogs were very good, to be fair. You don't want to know what's in the chili dogs. That's the man. I mean, I, I, I know. I know what's in the chili dogs. You looked into the, the, yeah. the organ abyss, and yeah. it looked back at I you. Car- I carved up the members we let go, you know. <laughs> you. Okay. Let's do a meal of memory. Please. So... The first one we have is actually from from our uh, our strong acquaintance Rex, who we haven't heard from a little while. Yeah, but what does he say? You've got the Rex voice. You've got I've the monopoly got the, I've on got that. The Rex voice. Yo, hey. is there any pen license black market? If so, you might be able to get Frank one, so he doesn't get arrested. He pretty much admitted he was breaking the law already. Rex. Well, thank you, Rex, for writing in. But let me just say... Are you a cop, Rex? you got to fucking tell us if you're a cop, mate. <laughs> legally. You legally, have to tell us. Legally. Frank, I don't want you to respond to this, please. Because uh, I don't I don't want any kind of uh, disruption to the flow of this podcast. But, Rex, if you're a cop, mate, fuck you, mate. <laughs> what? I've had what? enough. Hey. Uh, if you're a cop, mate, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it, mate. We respect cops here. We don't fucking respect police. <laughs> A <laughs> cab, all cops are bastards, mate. Assigned cop at birth. I think also, uh, is it breaking the law if if I admit it on the internet? Yeah, it definitely is. Is it? Yep. Is it? Yep. What about Jake Paul with the dead body? Is that illegal? Yep. I mean, he's horrible. He's a horrible dude. And that was Logan Paul. Who's Jake Paul? His brother. 
Mm. They're both cunts. Don't worry about it. Oh, we don't like that word. <laughs> yeah, Amer- Americans, censorship- uh, Americans have such a big problem with, with it. It's, I know, it's so, but it's not. It's the- so funny. It's, it's just. It's, it's a true Australian term, mate. It I is. It you. is. And, and your Australianness is showing. I don't know if that's good. <laughs> but thank you for writing in, Rex. Um, I will probably forge a pen license eventually so that the oh pen police... Please, please don't admit more crimes on this podcast. This is not a crime podcast, all right? True crime podcast? Oh, apparently it is now. <laughs> yeah, we're true. Forgery, you know, you know, fucking misrepresentation of legal status. Like, I'm finding <laughs> you in contempt, you know? Okay. Well, thanks, Rex, for writing in. You can email us in at downundercast at gmail.com, and we actually have another one. Wow. So, am I going to read this? Because I don't I know mean, what sure. voice I don't know what voice I'm going to prepare. Well, yeah, well, and you that's do always... only have two, so <laughs> just pick one of them. <laughs> hey there. Oh. I always get discount holiday candy about a week after the holiday, so I can afford to get mass amounts. Afterwards, I tend to eat it all and get sick of whatever I ate. For example, I can't eat much candy corn, Valentine's Conversation Hearts, or Marshmallow Peeps without feeling sick. Hope that's not a problem for you all, Alex. What do, what do you think of that voice? Um, I don't like the character that much. It kind of felt like a mix between like an excitable child and like an old man who's given up on life. That's exactly what I was going for. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Good. I'm glad that it was really... Uh, yeah, really. Uh, no, it came across. Yeah. Good. Good, 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 good. All right. Well, I can run a fucking train on pear jelly bellies. I tell you what. <laughs> I can I can absolutely unhinge my jaw and swallow a kilogram before you can bloody blink your eyes. <laughs> Explain but, uh, what pellet, uh, pear jelly jelly bellies are. I mean, they're a pear jelly bean, Frank. What? Good. what Just want to make what, sure. What more do you want? You said jelly belly. Yeah, that's a brand of jelly bean. Is it? Yeah. Okay, well, sorry yeah. that I'm I'm unaware of it's this. It's an American brand. It's like an American classic. Well, sorry, I'm not a jelly bean enthusiast. Yeah, well, I don't understand. I don't even like actual jelly beans either. <laughs> Only the pear ones. Only the pear ones, yeah. But like chocolate? Nah, I can have like two pieces and I'm like, I'm done. I That's get it. Much. My teeth hurt. Your teeth hurt? That's a weird thing. You should get that checked out. Well, it's like a sensitivity thing. Like you're, yeah. you're biting into it, whereas the jelly beans up the back, you know, <laughs> you're crushing it. <laughs> you're just not even chewing them. You're just inhaling no, that, them. That's ridiculous. You can't get the flavor if you don't chew them. Come on, Frank. Use your head. No, you get just you, have enough. Your, it's get, quantity over quality. Get your quality. head in the fucking jelly bean game, mate. Okay, Alex. I totally relate to this though because candy corn is. I like three. I like having three, and then I like not touching them until Halloween again. And were they nice and stale? That's gross, dude. No, they're always stale. That's the whole texture no, of them. Think so. Their texture is stale. You if I had get, to describe their texture, ones. it would be stale. Yeah, well, it's definitely like crunchy, but you can get fresh ones, right? No, it's not crunchy. It like melts in your mouth and a stale kind of bad crunch. Anyway, marshmallow peeps, I just don't touch. I don't think I've ever had a peep. You don't want one. Don't it's like bad marshmallow. Is. It's like a little yellow bird that comes and it's just marshmallow and it's got some weird sugary texture on the front and it just tastes like disappointment and a lack of interest in any uh kind of religious activity that was going on during the time like easter they're only during easter okay yeah it was a very weird 
No, that's describe. I don't know what they have to do with How anything do you know about Easter. Interest in religion because. They are portraying that lack of interest oh, in their okay. taste. You know yeah. how, like, you can often when you, see... When you, you can taste someone's boring? No. Well, you can often see what... Uh, you can learn a lot about a person based on what yeah, they, they do, how they do their job. And their job is to be eaten, and they do a poor job at it. Some people's job is to be eaten? No, but the peeps is. The peeps. So, peoples. like, you can tell a lot about a chef and how much he loves his chef, but okay, how much right, love how, is put into the how, food. How, how the chef tastes. Hmm. Hmm. When you eat the chef. You are not making this easy, Lachlan. Okay? <laughs> Thank you, Alex, for messaging us in. Messaging us in. <laughs> You're going to try and cut this one? We're not going to cut out your your word goofs, my dude. <laughs> You're going to live with the messaging us in. I mean, like, you're not wrong, I guess. Thank you for mailing it in. Uh, if you want to email us, you can at downundercast we would at gmail.com. We would love to hear some of your your thoughts and your memories. Yeah, at least one of them. At least one of them, please. Please. God, I'm so lonely. Oh, you've made it sad. If you want to get in contact with you, at Young Cardinals. Yeah, please tweet at me again. I'm just so incredibly lonely. If you want to tweet at me, it's at Frankly My Dear. We have a Facebook page, and we don't really do a lot of advertising, so we would love if you told a friend about our podcast. Yeah, just say the name aloud in a room with another person in it. it and would rate be. and subscribe. Grab their phone, get on their iTunes, guess their password enough times that you finally get it just through variants. <laughs> please, please don't actually like um, invade people's privacy. Um, Frank kind of has like a warped view on like privacy. So like, what is this warped view? Break it down for me now. Go. In any case, um, if you could also <laughs> leave us like a, a review on iTunes, that'd be extremely helpful. Uh, click that five star rating or four star, I guess, if you want to be realistic. Um, but we'd really appreciate some, some more reviews and some more ratings. Uh, the only way we can improve is feedback and, and other people telling us because clearly we're bloated narcissists with the egos the size of a planet. Well, that's you constantly crushing my ego. Yeah, I just, just bring me it, through your ego. Just bring it down to size, you know. No, my ego's fine. Yeah, sure it is, Frank. My id is also fine. Leave yeah. me alone. Okay. <laughs> See you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>